Welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. Wonderful to have you all along with us. Got to send a shout out first of all going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors, that's down there on Grey Street. First of all, we welcome the Black Caps. Um, Newest, brand newest supporter. We've got the newest um, supporter of the Black Caps, Mr. Ra Walker. Morning, bro. Oh, yeah, because you see boys and uh, uh, probably be about seeing another million plus uh, people who will be joining the bandwagon uh, for the Warren Knight final. And uh, uh, that's going to be a great game. Of course you will. Of course you will. I, I wish him the best of luck. But hey, um, I just want to feel good to be the final of uh, the late uh, Hori Nasa, Dr. Pro, DJ mm. Profi, who passed away uh, recently. And uh, I believe he's got a He's he was uh, here in G-Town, Kiki, and uh, you know he'll be lost to the, uh, the music that the, the, and, and also the media, Sano, uh, and uh, he did some really good things. And uh, people might remember him from uh, Ka- uh, Ka- And also we welcome uh, once again to the show. Been a couple of weeks here on full time, but uh, we have him with us this morning. We've got Reno Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, yeah, morena, morena, bros. Uh, good to catch up as always. And, yeah, looking forward to another exciting weekend. Good to be back on the show. Um, been busy the last two weeks uh, chasing my little moko around with his rugby. Um, that's all come to an end. But, uh, yeah, no, good to be back with the boys. And just want to uh, acknowledge uh, Ra with the uh, sad passing of, of course, Hone. Uh, went up to the uh, service up there in Auckland on Thursday night. Mm. Uh, with a few of the uh, other radio station members and just to acknowledge because um, yeah, we had connection with Honey through uh, our gigs we held down here in Hodaki. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah, very sad loss, very sudden. Uh, unfortunately, when he passed mm. away at a gig as well. So, um, yeah, DJ Professor and I see in Tauranga now. So, yeah, good to catch up the old school boys up there rem- uh, reminiscing, but, yeah, also the other musicians. Very sad loss, mate. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, we welcome from the gay place of Paris. We uh, say a big bonjour to JT, Jason Tafifirangi. Bonjour, my brother. <coughs> yeah, I'm not sure how to come back from that, especially the gay part. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> lovely to be here. This, uh, well, it's, it's this morning over there. It's, uh, it's just a shy of uh, 10 o'clock p.m. here. And uh, maybe it's still daylight. It's, as you'd imagine, it's Friday night on, on a... Uh, here in Paris, and it's pretty hep- uh, pumping, happening sort of a place. We're about 11 clicks out of the uh, CBD, and uh, mate, uh, lovely to be here, and good show ahead. Indeed, indeed. Before we get into things, I just want to, you know, send um, with uh, also, I want to send out my condolences to uh, Horning Artist Fano. Of course, me and Horning, we went to uh, Ulminster Intermediate together uh, back in the day. That was many, many, many uh, years ago. So, yeah, I didn't realise you, you knew the bro there too, uh, Reno. Yeah, yeah, we uh, had a connection through uh, his music, obviously, and everything like that. And, um, yeah, every time we hosted a uh, community day out to our Māori day here in Hauraki, he was always one of our first men on the spot uh, to keep the entertainment going. And yeah, pretty sad, mate. Yeah. But you know, um, he, he's a nice guy. Got yes, the heart in the right place. You know what he's like behind the turntables. Um, very, very proud. Had his ups and downs, but his health and everything. But hey, yeah, very, very sudden loss. But good to catch our heaps of musicians um, on the Thursday at the uh, service up there in Auckland and. Yeah. Cool. He, he certainly was a good fellow, though, wasn't he, Amra? 
Yeah, well, he was very talented. Keith, he has, he has a lot of our uh, mm. life from the coast, and uh, you know, I have a close connection with the calf run. I'm, I'm related to, to to a lot of them. But uh, Sammy, I believe he, he passed over in Chicago, uh, Illinois, and mm. in, in the states, and and they brought him back home. So you know, a sad loss to to, to his whanau. And uh, as I made mention, you know, he was active within um, not just Maori community, but just helping out those in need. And uh, he was all, always referred to as one of one of the good guys that have been lost, so uh, yeah, indeed, a, a big play. But uh, hey, on a happy end, hey, gee, good to hear from JT all the way over there in, in Europe. And, uh, you know, hard to believe we are a low-budget show, but, uh, you know, some of the, the, the places we've connected to, Chicago and Albie and, and, and Norway, mm. and a few other places around the world. Now, with uh, our, our roving reporter, JT, on the scene, uh, I think it's going to be ticky touring all around Europe here, and... Uh, We'll even uh, get the big opportunity to catch the the, the final, I believe, yes. uh, the, the, the cricket final. Well, we start off, and this is amazing, because uh, probably for the first time ever, full-time starts off <coughs> leading with cricket. Uh, that's got to be a first day, JT. We're leading with cricket for one obvious reason. It was kind of unbelievable to know or to, to, to see that the Black Caps made it into the... Um, into the World Cup final, eh? Once again. What are you well, reckon? Well, I, I, always, I always had faith yes, in the Keith. That's I know. I got organised some tickets, yes. tickets beforehand. And those tickets, unfortunately, um, were, were, sold or were on sold due to the precarious position we found ourselves in at the end of that <laughs> rain-affected day. So right. Look, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find some more. We've looked at yep. flights to get across to London uh, for Sunday's game. You can get on EasyJet for about uh, 60 euros, which is about 100 bucks, give or take. Yeah. So look, we are we are trying to find some more, and if we can get across there, we'll get across there. We're booked in here for two nights, and then we'll see what happens. But mate, uh, just a fantastic um, result for the boys. Uh, those those early overs from from the bowlers got us, you know, right in right in the hunt. And I, I think you know, as great as Emma Stoney is, I think he yes. was too arrogant in his run chase, and he, right. he could have, you know, he could have put a, a bit of swagger, which he's got plenty of, you know, in yeah. respect to the guy. But uh, you know, the sun shone on the black caps that day. Uh, it certainly did. It certainly did, didn't it, Reno? Now, I'm not sure if you caught much of the games, uh, much of the Black Cap game, but uh, it certainly did shine on the Black Caps, eh? Mate, waking up that morning and tend to see the result, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, holy hell, like many did, obviously, um, because, to be honest, you know, most of us ripped the Black Caps off. Um, yeah, just celebrate it. I think the whole country's been celebrating it since then. Mm. And, right behind the team to be into that final. When you put it into perspective, they're up against England, the uh, host country, mm-hmm. uh, which I know JT wants to see England lose, and we all do. Yep. Uh, yep. But yep. to play a World Cup final at the uh, home of cricket at Lords exactly. doesn't get any bigger no. or any better than that in any uh, professional career when it comes to cricket. So to play that type of stuff, uh, it's huge. So, yeah, we'll be at massive, massive occasion tomorrow night. Yep. I mean, uh, but just to make the final, you know, like we talked about up against India, because yeah, that's something special. The uh, bowlers, uh, Guppy from the throw-in, and yeah, it's a proud moment that we'll never forget in uh, New Zealand history of cricket, mate. Because you know so little about cricket, um, Ra Walker. Why don't you have your say about the game then, eh? <laughs> yeah, truth, be, truth be told, Keithy, when I was younger, I was always going to be a cricket player because you know you, you have to play those sports, but. Uh, I never took a cotton on to um, Softball was always my bat and ball um, co, you know, and sadly, uh, yeah, enough about uh, our Black Sox uh, had a pitiful world champs uh, this year. But, you know, in saying that, um, I, I, wish, I wish the Black Caps were the best of luck. Um, 
In fact, when you look at our show, the four of us, we're kind of a good representation of, uh, you know, mm. the, the, the actual general public out there in Kiwiland. I mean, um, you know, there's, there's quite a few naysayers, so I probably represent that bunch, and then you get the, the supporters like Catherine and JT, but... Uh, no, I, I hope they do well, because it's always good to stop England. It doesn't matter what sport you play them in. I mean, uh, it didn't look good uh, on, on that first day, um, uh, AJT. Well, I didn't think it looked all that good, because of the fact that if they were going to play into a second day, um, it was all going to be uh, India's more in India's favour, whereas when, on the actual day when the game was supposed to be played, it was kind of all over the place, uh, wasn't it? And uh, uh, it just... Uh, you know, you're playing in two different conditions. Uh, what do you reckon, JT? Yeah, totally. So if you look back at it, the, the 74 scored by Ross Taylor and the 67 by mm. Kane Williamson were very, very important runs. And then very. for Matt Henry to come out and knock the top order over, and I think, you know, big credit must be given to Mitchell Satner, too. He only went for 34 runs off his turnovers. Yeah. And he got a couple of vital wickets, mate. And then Trent Bolt as well chipped in with two. And. You know, it was touch, touch and go there until um, you know, a couple got their run out and then uh, made it was old for young and old. But you know, the best thing is um, we stopped in Singapore the other day on the way over here and there's a whole lot of Indians, so the result was known by then. So I just, you know, giving them a bit of friendly banter and they were sort of bobbling their heads at me in anger, I think. But, uh, <laughs> uh, mate, it's all good and you know, good to see Australia get knocked out too. So whoever wins uh, on Monday, oh, sorry, on Sunday, it's, it's going to be um, you know, their first World Cup cricket victory. So hopefully it's us. No, fingers crossed. Well, I actually was hoping that we would be able to play Australia in the final. Um, I'm saying that because I tell you what, the English would completely um, be supporting the Kiwis. The Indians, without a doubt, they wouldn't support the Aussies. Uh, in fact, uh, any other country except the Aussies would probably support the Aussies. But, you know, it's turned out how it's turned out. And it's interesting, AJT, that, a, a, well, a country that's never won it before is certainly going to win it um, early hours of Monday morning here in New Zealand or Sunday night over there, eh? Yeah, I think England have been in three finals already. Mm. This is our second. We're in the in the last one. So look, you know, both both countries overdue. But I, I think you're right, mate. Most of the um, most of the neutral fans will be going for New Zealand. Yeah, I, I guess they will. They, and, and, and you know, uh, what did, did were you hoping for a different maybe I don't know um, different team to play uh, against uh, play in the final there, Reno? Well, I was like you, Keith. I thought the Aussies uh, went on what they like, and uh, when it gets down to that type of stuff, they're pretty good at it. Yeah. But, uh, man, they played like rubbish. And they I'm glad dominated. they did. I think they yep. lost by eight wickets in the end to England. Yeah. Uh, they were hammered. They weren't even in the game. So, which is unseen for that team, especially at that end of the uh, World Cup. But, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, Like you guys say, I totally agree with you. Is, uh, either team's going to win their first World Cup, and it will be hard against England. Uh, especially all the fans in the home there. and Oh, well, we're in there. That's all I can say. We're in there, mate. So, so Because uh, this is the thing. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, the English don't like the Aussies uh, anyway, eh, JT? They've got no love for the Aussies when it comes to cricket anyway. But with the uh, debacle that happened in South Africa, you know, they've been tagged as cheats. Uh, and so... They get, I guess, a deserved tag. What do you reckon, JT? Yeah, that's the thing, mate. You know, the Aussies had that winning run in the Ashes series for near on 20 years. Mm. And haven't let the English, English forget that. And 
you, you, you got to laugh, mate. The English are one of the biggest underachievers in sport, particularly yes. in the sports that we follow, like rugby, yes. cricket, and all the rest of it. So, look, um, I, I think uh, the English would probably have preferred to play the, uh, Australia in the final, mm. just to you know to try and get one over them in that regard. But you know, knocking them out in the semi-final, so they don't even get a chance to win the the whole thing is probably even a good result also. But uh, yeah, look, boys, it's a two-horse race, and, and uh, we, we've got a horse saddled up, and we're ready to run. And hopefully, the boys can uh, pull another rabbit out of the out of the hat. What about that crowd? There were so many Indians. You know, it was like a, a, <laughs> in that crowd, it was just unbelievable. What did you? What do you reckon, Reno? <laughs> hey, mate, was it one point five billion? A little upset after that win. <laughs> True. True. Mate, <laughs> right, I've seen some idiots on social media. One guy just went nuts. Out. There was a video <laughs> that went viral, head banging the wall and every bloody thing. It's like, really? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I do know some of the Indian people here in uh, New Zealand. I was talking to some of them, and uh, some of them lived here in the country and want to support the uh, New Zealand team. But, uh, yeah, you're right. There's Indians galore over there at the game. Um, Oh, I just wanted to know how they felt after their loss. I think we know. You know how big cricket, you know, yeah. Bro, you I know think you know how they felt. Studio, it's huge. I think you know exactly how they felt there, Reno. Um, <laughs> I think you know, oh, bro. My neighbours, I actually got neighbours uh, next door to me, Indians. They don't even want to talk to me. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of had a discussion about this, Sarah. You know, because um, we remember uh, when when um, France beat us in that uh, quarterfinal. In that quarterfinal, um, uh, <clears throat> back in two thousand and seven in the Rugby World Cup. You know, and you know the New Zealanders. Plenty of New Zealanders are still livid about us losing that that particular game, uh, I think it was against France back in 2007. There were New Zealanders to this very day still uh, have got have got this hatred for um, the referee, Barnes. Um, uh, don't they, uh, Ra? So I guess, in a way, the Indians around today probably <laughs> have that same sort of hatred. What do you reckon, Ra? Yeah, I'm pretty, you're not wrong. You might still have a, a bit of hatred for Mr. Barnes. I mean, that, that won't go away in a hurry. But uh, if you've ever been over to London, there's like a curry shop on just about every corner. In fact, in fact, the locals over there refer to London as New Delhi and the real New Delhi in India as Old Delhi. That's how many sort of, you know, Indians right. there are uh, in, in the British Isles. And, uh, man, they, 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 they would have sent out to support, uh, you know, the Jews of India. But... The good thing about you know this game of cricket is, is I think most of the other countries are supporting the Kiwis with the yeah. underdogs. No, oh, I don't know anybody who wants England to win, yes. you know, because one, it's been played on their home ground, and two, um, that's where the game started. But there's that certain nuance where a lot of uh, you know a lot of world fans are going to and you hope that all that positive energy can be channeled on the boys. I mean, as much as they like the game, all the backups. I mean, I'm sure she them the best of luck and. I hope that we can secure uh, our first ever world title because I reckon it's going to be a good thing for the Rugby World Cup too. Mm, okay. The English still want the English to win though, eh, JT? The English want the, the English to win. But having said that, um, what's interesting though is I, I think like there's a lot of Indians, a lot of Indians around who will be certainly supporting the uh, Kiwis. They... Um, um, in that game, JT. 
Oh, mate, I'd imagine so. Even though the ones I'd give a bit of grief to on at Singapore Airport and on the flight from there to Zurich was where, um, where you know they were upset and disappointed, but they said they wanted New Zealand to win. I think it's the way the New Zealanders can conduct themselves on the field. You know that they don't play overly aggressively. They don't sledge to a, to a great degree. They don't. Get, um, you know, sportsmanship is still one of the, the key aspects of the of the ethos. And yeah. uh, you know, the, look the way they picked up the um, West Indian bloke. Um, Brathwaite, when he didn't get those runs needed, got caught out off the last ball. Yeah. Uh, and we, we go back four years to when um, the Harry Javelin, Grant, yes. I can't think Grant of Elliot. the moment, knocked, Grant yeah, Elliot. Grant yes. Elliot knocked old Al Shane out of the ground for yep. six. And, uh, you know, and that, that sort of thing. And they um, went around and picked him up and got, got around him and uh, offered him a bit of, bit of toe talk or so. Look, I think, you know, for the most part, New Zealand is, is a well-respected and you know, uh, well admired uh, nation, uh, race of people, nation of people, and yeah. I certainly found out in my short time over here. And you know, you mentioned <coughs> they speak to you something in French. You go, no, no, uh, from New Zealand, and they go, oh, oh, and they start picking their tongue out, and you know, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the best one I've had so far is, oh, Jack Lemus, Jack Lemus. <laughs> <laughs> You must look a bit like Jack Lemus, eh? <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, you know, um, you're enjoying your time over there. And, uh, uh, <laughs> boy, I tell you what, it, it's just going to be so great. You know, it's just wonderful to see the Black Caps back in there. And, and I'm not sure about you, but, well... Uh, you know, and you did, like you said, you you, you uh, had already um, thinged that uh, the Black Caps were going to be in the final, and well, well done. You even have an opportunity to go and watch them. So, best of luck with that, my uh, my friend um, JT. Yeah, absolutely. And another good thing is we've got a tour of Lords booked in on Tuesday, so that's you know two days after the final. We're staying at a place called Kensington, which is uh, any football fans out there is not far from Stanford Bridge, the home of, of Chelsea. Right. Um, so we're gonna, yeah. So we're gonna be right near the venue, and you know, hopefully, my cousin can pull through and get these tickets sorted. Or if not, you know, not the end, it's not the end of the world. And yeah, I'll, I'll probably jinx them by being there. So I'm happy to <laughs> happy to watch it over here in France if they win. And, and uh, well, if the boy, I bet you, you there'll be a huge celebration. Nonetheless, whether England win or well, though we are hoping <coughs> for the Kiwis to win. Um, it's going to be a huge celebration over the, over that way, certainly, eh, JT? Yeah, well, I'd imagine there's a massive Kiwi contingent, you know, the family and friends of the players, plus, you know, there'd be various tour groups uh, in the country as well. Plus, there's a huge, uh, you know, connection, uh, uh, sorry, large collection, rather, of uh, of Kiwis that live over in London. You know, they've got mm. the Ngāti Rānana mm. Māori Club. Yes. And, you know, they're like, so look, mate, either way, it's, it's going to be a fantastic occasion and a, and a good chance for us. Uh, to get a World Cup win because I think our window might be slightly closing after this. Uh, a lot of those top guys are getting a bit older and longer in the yeah. tooth. So, you know, this might be our, you know, we had a chance last time against Australia yes. and didn't quite uh, get across the line. But this time, you know, we've got another chance and hopefully, hopefully, please. Yes. I'll eat all my vegetables, I promise. <laughs> it was so heartbreaking <laughs> in the last, because um, uh, where was it? Melbourne, eh? It was in the uh, uh, Melbourne uh, MCG. And it was just so heartbreaking you know, uh, to see. Um, uh, the Kiwis going down. Um, do you remember much of that uh, final against Aussie? I mean, Aussie, though, you know, they were just too good, weren't they? Oh, mate, too good. And in a way, I'm glad we're not playing them because Mitchell Stark seems to have yes. a, a, a batsman's not, uh, do, uh, numbers doled into his phone. He just, you know, steps up and bang, 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 game over. Mm. 
Brendan McCullum went early in that one, and I thought once Brendan McCullum went, we were yes. in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, yeah. That, that proved to be the, the, the way it went. We just weren't good enough. Even if you go back uh, 20 years to 1992, yeah, when we yes. were looking good, and I thought, I thought Emmy Stoney the other night was going to do an Inter Marmol up rerun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fortunately, the boys got across the line, and uh, yeah, bring it on. Come yeah. on, the black cat. Yes, I reckon. I reckon uh, it was. But I'll tell you what. How spectacular was it with Guptill, eh, um, Reno? How spectacular was that with Guptill? I mean, once Dhoni went, it was all over. Um, you know, basically, basically, we were into the final, weren't we, eh, Reno? Yeah, one of the key moments uh, that got us to the final, that throw. It was like radar perfect. Everything was on time because you think you watch Guppy. Uh, he hasn't been performing that great with the bat, and he was down and out. Everyone mm. saw that on the old TV sitting up there grumpy years and you know I've got to think to myself uh, having their wives and families here uh, maybe something that's kind of helped them it's been connected because if they weren't there they wouldn't have been with them uh, for the last two months so uh, I don't know if that's, if that's worked in their favour I think it would because we're in the final but yeah that throw mate Guppy's throw will be um, that'll be printed on the t-shirt guarantee you boy I tell you what after that game everyone was um, patting him on the back AJT eh, after yeah. Boy, that, that was pretty awesome for him to see, you know, because he just hasn't quite fired, but he's got one more game where he might just fire a game. What do you reckon, JT? Well, we certainly need him to fire, you know. We can't Definitely. keep relying on the locks of Ross yes. Taylor and Kane Williamson. And, yep. and Gupta was, he's, well, in fact, he's overdue. So, look, you know, fingers crossed for him and the rest of the side that he can, you know, um, get us across the line and certainly be, well, you know, a leading component of the whole machine, the whole Black Cat machine. And look, like, I just can't wait, but I'm... I'm just hanging out. Come Me on, too. boys. Me too. <laughs> I can't wait either. Uh, on um, well, and and this is a funny thing. This is I, I can't remember any other, you know, two day one day games ever. And I think that might be the first time I've ever seen a two day one day game. So um, maybe we're hoping for another two day one day game. What do you reckon, JT? Well, certainly if we're in that same position, then yeah, that'll be a good thing. But uh, although the funny thing is the Indians, a lot of them are blowing up now about the rules and all that. Every, anyone, <laughs> of course a, they are. Anyone that's, anyone that's a cricket fan knows that the Indian uh, control board, yes, the ICB, the Indian cricket do. board, sorry, has a big Absolutely. influence, a massive influence Absolutely. over the world over the world governing body. And you know, here they are trying to say, oh, this and that. And come on, boys, you, you yep. put those rules into place. Yes. You, you can't you know, chop and change how to suit yourselves. Yep. You lost, mate, you know. Bye-bye. And that's why, because that's why after watching the end of that game, seeing the tears in the Indians' fans' um, faces was just so good. Well, it was for me. What do you reckon, JT? It was just so, so good. Eh? Oh, look, I hate to to watch people (laughs) with passion cry. No. (laughs) Oh. It would just it just felt so good watching them. And they're still angry about it. It's it's that's what's so pleasing, I think. But uh yeah, hopefully we won't be feeling the same way um Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that, that I'm just looking forward to that game. Aren't we all, eh, Reno? Oh, I'll be watching it. Be tired on Monday, but hey, that's just what we love. We love the passion and we got yep. our team in the final and like JT said, mate, uh, you bring it on. Excited, can't wait. Right, well, there's another World Cup happening over there, but we will talk about that after the break here on Full Time. On behalf of the Full Timers, I would just like to say... 
big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM, Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on Full Time. along to our second session here on full time we're going to send another shout out going out to our sponsors racecrack motors they are down there on gray street now another world cup is happening at the moment a uh, reno over in england of course we've got the uh, netball world cup which just which just got started off um was it the other day yeah, last night, last night, uh, New Zealand Malawi uh, played, and uh, that was before the all opening. Actually, there was a couple of games they were played prior to the uh, official world opening. But yeah, you're right. It's over there in the uh, UK, and our girls are over there uh, with many other teams, obviously. And they got redemption on their Commonwealth Games lost uh, against Malawi with a good win over the uh, Malawians, uh, 64-45 last night. Maria Falau picking up the uh, MVP. She was on fire, uh, her shooting, which is unbelievable. But everyone got to have a game, bar one, Bailey Mess, and uh, got to see a few combinations. But otherwise, yeah, the team come out pretty strong. Uh, Barbados had a good win over Singapore, so that's uh, our group. We'll play Barbados and Singapore. Australians just show why they are the world number one, too good for Northern Ireland. Zimbabwe gave it to uh, Sri Lanka. Jamaica, too good. The Sunshine Girls for the Fijians. South Africa, too good for Trinidad and Tobago. And the uh, host nation, England, uh, too good for uh, Uganda. So that's the uh, first round of uh, the World Cup. Now, let's be honest. Malawi were never going to relive their Commonwealth um, Games victory over um, New Zealand, were they, Reno? Nah, that was never going to happen. That's just one of those things. And, hey, the teams moved on from their different coach. And, obviously, they've got to focus. And you could see it in the girls last night as they want to get to the final. 
the biggest opponents will be uh, England now, also Jamaica, and uh, definitely the Australians. Yeah, I mean, so what do you? How do you rate their chances of? Um, well, not just um, getting into the final, but actually lifting possibly the, the World Cup, like hopefully the Black Caps will do on Sunday, eh? What do you reckon? Yeah, it will be hard. It always is going to be hard. Look, they haven't been going that good uh, in recent times. Uh, last year, the year before, under the previous coach, they were rubbish. Uh, we know that. We all mocked them. Everyone uh, ran them down since the calm games. The girls are hurting after that. One of the lowest points in a professional netball career for most of them as well. So it was devastating. But now, under Knowles, uh, you can only wish them the best. And they know they've got to take one game at a time and uh, work on a few things. Uh, they want to uh, get there and prove for the country that, look, netball is up there at their level again. And uh, it will be hard, I'll tell you now, to beat Australia. Mm. Uh, watch some of that game, and they look real good and shut, and they always will be. Yep. Uh, England at home is going to be extremely tough as well. The huge fanfare behind them is uh, massive. But uh, take nothing away from the other team, uh, Sunshine Girls from Jamaica. Uh, they'll be hard as well. So, yeah, I think Knowles and the girls... Um, especially the veterans, they call them the fossilettes. That's Maria Tutaelo <laughs> yeah. Langman and Casey Kopua. Uh, this is their swan song. So, yeah, they'll go hard out and just take one game at a time. Fair enough. Now, Australia are always going to be the, the toughest opposition, without a doubt, aren't they? But um, how much do you think, because in their last tournament, well, I... Well, their last big tournament, which would have been the Commonwealth Games. Now, they lost to England um, back then. How much will that be playing on the minds of the Australians? And how much is, do you reckon that's probably tough, made them even tougher opposition? What do you reckon there, um, Rena? Yeah, it will do. Um, they've got to go through with their tough attitude and um, any teams can lose on the day. Uh, we've seen that in their Cricket World Cup, obviously with the powerhouse of uh, India losing to the Black Caps. But, uh, yeah, uh, they'll just, like I say, take one game at a time. What's happened in the past has happened. Uh, this is a whole new tournament. And, uh, yeah, if you get there and win, who's going to reflect and talk about uh, what happened in the past? Mm. So, like Noel said, it's just one step at a time. Focus on one game at a time. That's how we'll get there. We can't think too far ahead and just work on our plan. Um, they're ready for it. They got there nice and early and... It all started last night and a good win over the Malawians. Look, the Malawians came out in front in that first quarter right at the start. They were uh, beating our Silver Ferns, but then the girls clicked into another gear and blew them away in second quarter, third quarter, and then the uh, fourth and brought on a few changes. And yeah, like she said in the media interview after the game, uh, one game at a time. She knows there will be the big ones. Uh, we've seen what England's done at the uh, Com games yeah. and, you know, it's anyone's game, mate. So we'll see what happens, eh? Yeah, England are going to be pretty dangerous, though, aren't they? I mean, they're definitely oh, going to be a team be to look out for. Right? Yeah, yeah, will be. They'll be definitely they'll be massively hard over there. Uh, I know Australia will be thinking the same as well. They'll be hard. But, yeah, England will be very hard. They are the, um, honestly, they're the second favourites to win the World Cup behind Australia. So, All right. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, then that makes sense, though, isn't it? I mean, because, after all, they are playing in England, so um, that's got to give them somewhat of an advantage, uh, certainly, uh, uh, Reno. Yeah, yeah, and put, being put at second favourites, I thought after common games and uh, mm. everything that's gone well for the English team, they would have been at home and everything like that. They would have been the uh, number one favourite team to win this comp, but 
Now Australia just tells you how dominant Australia are in netball overall. That that was just one of those hiccup games. Yeah. Uh, they happened at the common games. Uh, they knew that things didn't go to plan for them. And hey, they still dominate the world at world number one and the favourites for this whole cup. Yeah, they're they're always going to be tough. They've always been yep. pretty tough, eh? Uh, Australia. I mean, they they almost every World Cup they go in and there's number one. I mean, they're almost they they're about as dominant in in uh, world netball as the All Blacks are in rugby, eh? Yeah, totally, mate. So uh, yeah, no, we'll see what happens, eh? You know, um, start good start for a win, and yeah, even the com even the uh, lady who was doing the interview was always bringing up the Commonwealth Games and <laughs> like uh, one of the girls here. Can we just move on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. True. And I thought, like, fair enough too. You know, they got even to the point when she interviewed Maria and asked about. Uh, what's been happening off field with her husband and everything hasn't affected the girl. I said, really? Really? <laughs> That's the problem these days, eh? They just delve into that stuff and won't go away. No, I, I guess you're right about that. Uh, well, let, let's get into a bit of rugby league. Now, I'm not sure how much rugby league you watched um, uh, the JT. Of course, we had a couple of NRL games, but there was certainly one particular game you wouldn't have missed. That would have been the State of Origin, eh? Yeah, yeah, a bit disappointing in the result, but that's all, not in the effort that the boys, oh, I'm talking mm. about the Queensland side, put in. Yes. You know, everyone was writing them off, all the experts, and, you know, my sort of thing that I was hoping for, that I was clinging on to more than anything, was that they could just play well enough to, to upset New South Wales' rhythm, and I think they did that to a degree. And even when they went to a 12-point lead, I didn't give up. I thought, no, there's still a chance, you know, a couple of quick tries here mm. in succession, and... Uh, you know, and it was all locked up. I even think in that last play that Queensland had possession before the full-time whistle, David Cherry Evans could have had a, a chance of a field goal, but he put the ball up and, you know, we saw what happened after that. And you just can't take anything away from from the Blues. They're definitely the better side this series. Um, you know, Queensland down on numbers, as, as we always are at times. But, uh, you know, the golden era of Smith and Thurston and Slater and Cronk and co has, has come to an end. But, you know, I can see a lot of potential in, these, in, this, uh, in this new side moving forward. So hats off to the Blues and uh, yeah, too good. It was certainly a beautiful day for you on Thursday morning, eh, uh, Reno? Yeah, it was, mate. It was a hell of a game, actually. Um, you know, I've got to give credit to Queensland, Kiwi Walters, uh, what happened in Perth, and to come through and nearly to upset uh, the Blues, uh, because I remember talking with JT on Wednesday on halftime, and mm. to be honest, uh, their Blues team on paper were 20 points the difference, better team of the two. But that Maroons team, like you say, uh, when they uh, put their juice yeah, on, they, when they want to turn up and turn up, yeah. they really, really play. So you, you can't take anything away from the efforts. And like JT just said then, they came to play and they could have really won that game. But it was only their try to the desk go at the end. And he deserved the um, you know, the man of the series at the end of it all. I thought, oh, they might have given it to Billy Slater again. But um, <laughs> no, he, he, he deserved it. And yeah, hey, it's just what it was. And... We move on to next year's series, and I'm excited about that one. Mid-game, I think they're telling me it's at Adelaide. So, yeah, no, nah, that's another Ooh. Origin series done. Um, yep, happy, but another one next year, mate. What did you think of uh, that performance of your uh, brand-new Blues um, outfit oh, there? Right. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go, Casey. I mean, you, you took words right out of my mouth. I mean, I, I hate to blow my trumpet, but I must have a strike rate on the show of... Uh, about 90% and then picking a, a lot of the right picks. Right. Maybe I should put some money for uh, full-time, uh, you know, make us a bit sure. of a cash so we, so we can go over to France. But, uh, no, a, a great game, PC, and, and sadly, uh, deep down, I was hoping the, the Maroons would uh, take it away, but it wasn't to be. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's 
Blues year and uh, may they long bask in, 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 in the uh, celebrations of victory because I think next year that the Queenslanders are going to come back, reevaluate what went wrong, you know, this time around. And I think, uh, you know, the Blues could be a few drinks between them winning another series, but that'll be a watch the space. But good on the Blues, you know, Ren and the boys uh, celebrate uh, the win because they're, they're quite far and few between. It was always going to be tough, um, AJT, especially being in Sydney. But Ra brings up a good point. Where did things go wrong, do you reckon? For the, for the well, firstly, I'm not sure if you can hear the music playing in the background, but while Ra was talking, Billy Joel's classic song, Honesty, is playing. And oh. not a word of what Ra Walker said was honest. <laughs> Seriously. JT is a hood man after that Moraine's loss, I'll tell you. Oh, it, uh, Leeds oh, Moraine. I was, I was disappointed, not not, not, overly, you know, not overly upset. We, we got beaten, fair enough, you know, and... I was just um, proud of the way the boys performed. They they certainly you know, punched above their weight, as Queensland always does. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, backs against the wall. I think moving forward, New South Wales have got a you know a good core of players there. I mean, the try that Damien Cook scored where he swerved and punched at the end was just you know, pure class. Tedesco with his electric feet, he's you know, been the player of the series for probably two years, but you know, Billy only needed to play two games last year to beat him, which is fair enough. Um, you know, yeah, mate, uh, upset. Disappointed, but you know, not overly broken. Or you know, well, they were I, too good. That's yep. all there is to it. Yep. And that was the honesty. Just ask Billy Joel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, knowing that the Black Caps uh, made the um, final uh, for the World Cup the next day probably helped alleviate any of that um, thought uh, as well. AJT. Eh, yeah, so I must admit, towards the end of the uh, of the game, there a mate of mine was texting me, "Oh, you know, the black caps are this, the black caps are that." Well, right. I didn't want to switch the channel. I didn't want to break the focus on Queensland, and then I thought, oh, I can't, I can't help it. This is getting so you know, I was yeah. trying to do the split screen thing, and you know, just watching you know channel switching. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it was disappointing, but look, you know, and the black caps certainly did alleviate some of that um, disappointment to a degree. Mm. Actually, to a huge degree. Let's be honest. Yes, I, I agree. I agree too. I completely agree, and of course, it made made Reno's day even happier. The next next day, uh, staying up so late in in the morning, eh, Reno? Oh, you know, I was watching that game, and I thought, oh, yeah, it was hard to get the bloody sleep after that game. I think like two o'clock in the morning, mm. tried to watch a bit of cricket. I went to sleep, then woke up, getting ready to go to work. Two or three hours later, um, you saw that demand, and he was like, holy hell, what a night there was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, plenty to say on the radio the next morning. He used to say. So, uh, but otherwise, hey, it was a great, great night for some, um, early morning for some. But, yeah, love Origin, mate. Um, got to wait around another year and bring it on next year. Look, uh, I've got photos that popped up when I was at the Suncorp Stadium two years on this day uh, watching. Oh. And, man, those are good memories. Uh, even though my team got wasted, I don't care. But I enjoyed the atmosphere, the venue and everything. But, yeah, another series of Origin. Some players stepped up. Uh, Damien Cook, he's one of the best number nines in the world. And talking of the best number nines in the world, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Cameron Smith run out tonight. Mm. Mm, true that. Now, just before we do get on to the NRL games, though, uh, let's just uh, let's just talk about um, let's just talk about uh, well, you know, one thing that I found really interesting because it's very rare to to, to see uh, intercept try. Um, especially in the um, state of origin, but we got to see two of them. AJT, eh, there were two intercept tries in that game, which is very, very rare. What, what did you reckon? 
I, I think it showed uh, the level of commitment from both sides, and obviously a little bit of desperation too from Queensland. So, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I think you know, Dane Gagai is a, a, perfect, a, a classic example of, of the uh, intercept when they game one, and you look back further. Uh, Reno might remember a guy called Ryan Girdler. He was the intercept king. He used yep. to park himself in the opposition's yes. back line almost and you yes. know, have a jersey, one of their jerseys under his one and then almost call for the ball. So, yeah, Ryan Girdler made an art form out of it. And uh, look, it's one of those things I'd, I've never ever done an intercept because I was too too lazy to get up in the line. But, uh, <laughs> you know, given, given the chance, I'm sure I would have struggled my way to the draw line for the next two meet, last two metres. No, well, yeah, it just goes to show, you know, gag guy, boy, he, he's pretty quick, but man. Uh, that Tommy Turbo, he certainly he, he certainly lives up to that uh, name, doesn't he? Because he he certainly when he's got those turbos mm. going, man, he he's just uncatchable, uh, isn't he, Reno? He is, and it's only been revealed that last night uh, everyone talked Josh Adokai is the fastest man in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, after that intercept, uh, Tommy Turbo, uh, by per kilometre of speed, uh, was actually faster. Wow. Uh, then Josh Adokar at any game at a high level. So uh, Tommy Turbo lives up to his name. You're right. In that try at the end of Tedesco, and uh, JT will remember this as well. Look, I was hurt when uh, Queensland came back, back back in its great era time in coin, all right at the end in the what, 79th, 80th minute when Queensland never gave up. Uh, but this is back in the Mel Meninga days, and they went on and on and on. I'm sitting in my chair as a youngster yelling, no, no, and then Coin gets it over the try line and uh, broke the hearts of uh, New South Wales. So I kind of reflected on that when Tedesco got their try uh, on Sunday night and oh Wednesday night, sorry. And yeah, but anyway, bit of history yeah. there. And yeah, Tommy oh, Turbo's fast, mate. You were fast, fast like in one, uh, back in your day, there, Keith. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think I was as fast as uh, either of them. That that's for sure. I, I, I think your name was his Tommy Turbo. Your <laughs> Keithy Turbo. <laughs> Well, there were also NRL games, uh, of course, um, was it yesterday? We had the Panthers, Titans. I'm not sure how much of you, uh, how, how much of those games you, you caught. Uh, did you catch any at all there, um, JT? No, I didn't, mate, but I've had a look at the uh, NRL app and I've seen the highlights and the typical results. Well, sorry, the first one was yeah. as, as per uh, plan, I think. Panthers too good for the Titans, but the next one, big mm. surprise. Yeah, the yes. Bulldogs got up over the Knights. Yes. But, uh, you know, good for, good for Dean Pay. I mean, his head's been on the chopping block for the best part of the season. And, uh, yeah, he's just hanging in there. And I think I think Canterbury should stick with him. Yeah, they've got to give him, you know, some, some time and some decent cattle on the field, you know. I mean, they've had uh, Kieran Fawn as one of their big signings. He's been out for a fair bit of it. Dylan mm. Napa. Also, was one of the, another one of their big signings. So I think give them a, at least another year or two to try and you know form some sort of a, a combination and a unit there amongst those uh, Canterbury Bankstown players because they are one of the you know, most staunchly followed teams in the competition. But uh, so a good win for them last night. The Knights uh, just keeping on going with with what's uh, with what's been their season so far. Win, loss, 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 win, 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 loss, win. Mm. So uh, yeah, no, mate, a couple of interesting results there. Panthers uh, pushing their way back towards the top eight. They were written off a little bit earlier in the year, but I think. Uh, they've got a pretty good run home, so I think they might still uh, squeeze into the eight, no problem. Panthers certainly uh, must have looked good uh, yesterday, eh, um, Reno? Yeah, yeah, mate. Everyone picked their win, I would guess, but it's that one JT Steen. Uh, the dogs at the bottom there knocked over the Knights. Uh, sounds too familiar when you see the Warriors games, mm. but anyway, um, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, big surprise. Didn't see that one coming. No. Uh, of course, um, 
that Bulldogs, yeah, the Bulldogs Knights, that that must have been uh, one heck of a game. Um, maybe the maybe the Knights are hurting after getting uh, the hurt from the Warriors the week before, eh? Oh, might do, might be. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you can use it with Kalen <laughs> because he's out for a little while. Kalen mm. Punga. Um, just don't know. Look, Mitchell wasn't there, obviously, with Origin duties, everything like that. Um. Yeah, just one of those games. So these are those games when um, guys have had origin duties yep. where these two points are vital. And unfortunately for the Knights, it's kind of upset their little travel a bit. But uh, good on the doggies. Uh, Dean Pay been a staunch uh, doggy for many years. Great player back in his day. Remember him back in the Parramatta days as well. But yeah, he deserves to stay there coaching. Uh, the other big game today will be the Rabbits and Sea Eagles. Yes. It's going to be a hell of a good game, actually. Okay. What do you reckon the JT, Rabbits and Sea Eagles? That's, that's um, shaping up as being a, a pretty good competition, uh, contest, I think. Uh, the Rabbits been in a bit of a lull lately, and, and Manly just seem to be making their way quite nicely with their bits and pieces lined up, and they've been hit by injuries throughout the season. So, uh, mate, I think Rabbitohs, but not by many. Okay, fair enough. What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, yeah, I'd go the Rabbits. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly the same. Won't be much in it. Right. Uh, because you're such a solid... Um, uh, Ra, because you're such a solid Warriors um, uh, supporter. Uh, they've got the Broncos on uh, later on tonight. Going for the Broncos, eh, bro? Well, no, Kevin, I always back our boys. I mean, you know, I think uh, they're just throwing the dice around now and, uh, you know, if they can get a few wins before they uh, wrap up the season, they can maybe reevaluate. <coughs> but, um,. You know, it's the story of the Warriors. I, I can't see too many changes, uh, you know, foreseen for the future for them unless they really get the A into G and they may even go down to, to, to the Broncos. But, uh, hey, you know, we've revisited this, this this route many times before and uh, it is the Warriors we're talking about and they may have the odd win, but, uh, you know, consistency, it's the name of the game. That's something they can take away if nothing else from the Black Hat's performance at, 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 the, at the Cricket World Cup, I think. Consistency, the big C, and I don't mean cancer, the big C of consistency. That's what the Warriors need to be encouraged to do, Keithy, and then you might find they have more victories than they do losses. Broncos and Warriors, what do you reckon the JT? Oh, look, on the back of the effort last week against Cronulla and the fact that you're getting a couple of Origin players back, I just think that the Broncos will be too good. Uh, they call it a home game at, at Brisbane, but uh, a lot of Kiwis uh, run that southeast Queensland area, Gold Coast, Sunny Coast, and... Uh, in Brisbane itself, so there'll be a, a good uh, Warriors uh, crowd there. And I've looked at the draw, mate, and this is the last team the Warriors play mm-hmm. for the year that are currently outside the top eight. So they've got a really, really difficult run home. So, you know, barring yeah. a miracle, um, you know, barring a black cap-esque performance for the rest of their game, so I think it might be, you know, curtains for them, unfortunately. Well, we will certainly know, well, I think... He might be right, eh, um, eh, eh, Reno? He might be right, but there's still light at the end of the tunnel because it's not quite over. Uh, I, I said last weekend that Keith, Keith, we, we the need... the end of the tunnel you're talking about, bro, is your colonoscopy, please. I, I said last weekend... <laughs> I said last weekend they need to win everything. Well, they started last weekend. They they um, they beat the Knights. They uh, have got they um, if they can win against the Broncos again, there's still the light. The still the light will still be shining. But if they don't, mate, I think it's all over. What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, if they don't win, mate, it's over. Season's pretty well done. Um, gonna be hard. 
Let's hope they do for the uh, Farno over there that will come out to watch. Always a massive uh, New Zealand crowd turned out for the Warriors. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Billy. I think Billy Joel's playing in the background again, there, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what are the uh, What are the other games um, there? Storm Sharks. Right. Oh yes, JT. Storm Sharks. What do you reckon? Well. It... Queen, oh sorry, Queensland. Melbourne have got uh, everything to play for and everything to lose at the same time. Canelo have been a bit of a bogey sort of ours in recent times. And uh, look, hopefully the boys can uh, do it. It's a massive milestone, you know. The 400 game barrier is mm. about to be breached for the mm. very first time. And uh, now we talked about this last week with the position he plays in the middle of the field. He's yep. the goal kicker. He takes the kicks That's for the right. line. He's their captain. You know, he constantly racks up 40 plus tackles a match. He's their dummy half. He's running the show. And we also asked, or sort of mentioned, his refereeing commitments as well. So, mate, that's a, <laughs> it's a fair effort to an absolute ornament of the game. You know, um, just, you know, what's the saying over here? Uh, Le Magnifique. Yes, absolutely. And he is. And so deserving uh, to, to, to make that 400. Uh, just wow. You, that, that's all that can be said about... Um, uh, Cameron Smith, I think, at the end of the day, eh? Just wow. What do you reckon, Reno? Well, you put into perspective 400 games at that level of NRL. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's ever going to be achieved again. No. It's a milestone for many professional players to crack, say, uh, 200, 250, make that 300 club, but to go 400, um, yeah, it just... It's undefined, actually, what the body goes through and everything he's done because that's not just at that level. Uh, the 400 is through that, obviously, the storm. But, you know, he's played state of origin and a successful level with Queensland. He's um, his Australian kangaroos level as well. The guy is, guy's unreal. He's mostly in our, in our eyes, uh, well, in, in the NRL and Rugby League fans' eyes, like the Richie McCall of Rugby League mm. um, because, um, you know, our Richie and him and that's... That's, that's unreal, 400, uh, at his age, and he's still as good as he is. Maybe a bit slower, but, yeah. uh, you know, that's unreal. I, I'm, I'm quite excited, actually, and, yeah, I can't say much more about the guy. Uh, some people say he's a grub, but when you put the 400 games into perspective, look, I watched the video of Benji Marshall, uh, the emotions of Benji going into the 300 yeah. club at the West Tigers. Uh, watched that on his Instagram page, and he, again, a very emotional guy. How much that how much that meant to him, and he's going to be retiring soon and leaving the club. He was pretty well broken down and out. Um, so you know, in that perspective, and you put on the Cam Smith, what he's brought to the game of the inner uh, the NRL in in the Storm. Yeah, true legend. Uh, Four hundred games. That's huge. That's massive. Can't get too much better than uh, than him, eh, uh, Ra? What do you reckon? Oh, and like you see, and as the boys have made mention, you know. Uh, given the nature of, of rugby league and, and just the intensity and, and the physical makeup, I mean, it's amazing just to get past 100 games. You know, 400 games, mm. you times that by 10, the amount of head, body injuries and mm-hmm. knocks that a player takes. And, uh, man, you've pretty much got a superman there, you know, who's lasted so long. And I think, as JT said, the fact that he's still, and Reen said, is, is the fact he's still running around and, uh, you know, it's like he'd, he could go for another season or, or two, um, you know, just sort of... Uh, you, you give credit to him because it 
Nacho's, he's a thinky player. He, you know, he, yes. he, oh, for he, sure. can mix it, he can mix it, you know, physically with the best of them, but, you know, the, the longevity of his, of his stay in the game has been because he's, he's a thinking player and he knows not to, you know, he knows, he knows what to do. Uh, a class individual and, uh, yeah, it's just amazing. 400 games, wow. It's uh, up there with how many full-time shows I think we've done over the last few years. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Right, um, just real quick, uh, Roosters Cowboys, uh, JT. Ah, uh, Roosters, easy. What about you, uh, Reno? Yeah, Roosters, mate. The uh, old uh, Roosters be too good. T- Tigers Eels, uh, JT. Unfortunately for Benji, the Tigers' woes at New Bankwest Stadium will continue. They're win a game there. They got belted by Parramatta Eels back in Easter Monday in the opening of the stand of, the, of their stadium. Sorry. It's going to continue. Sorry, Benji. Eels. Uh, Rito? Yeah, yeah. They'll spoil Benji's um, achievements. Uh, you know, Eels be too good at home. Uh, Dragons, Raiders, JT? Yeah, tough one. Uh, the Dragons have constant, consistently been at the mercy of the Raiders, uh, if you look back over recent history. And uh, I think that might continue, Raiders. Uh, what do you reckon, Reno? All right, I'll go the opposite, eh? just for the hell of it. Just okay. to make it interesting, go to the Dragons. Sure, f- fair enough. Now, um, also, there's another game that's going to be happening uh, later on. Uh, I think it might be, well, later on tonight anyway. Uh, Ra, we've got, of course, the uh, Māori. They get underway they play um, today, 3 p.m., uh, against Fiji over there in Suva. Uh, it's going to be a tough one for the Māori, I reckon. Uh, just quietly. Well, no, not quietly. I think um, they might be able to take... A, I think take Fiji might be at quite a bit of an advantage. What do you reckon there, um, Ra? Yeah, I think you're not wrong there, Keithy. I think, uh, actually, the, the Bullabula boys, I think they could uh, secure a victory if they play their cards right. I mean, it's never an easy job playing playing over there in the islands. You know, you're up against the humidity and, and, and the intensity of that Fijian running style of footy. And, uh, you know, you give the makeup of the, the Māori team, they're, they're basically a, a, a new young side. There's maybe a couple of former All Blacks, if at all, um, in the lineup, um, you know, as I made mention during the week, uh, the, the nine Māori players are, uh, are actually playing for the, the All Blacks, or they're in the All Blacks squad. So, yeah, this, this is a young Māori team, and, you know, they don't have their wits about them. Um, some of them wouldn't have played for a while. I think uh, the, the Bullet Boys could beat them at home, but it's a watch this space. Um, you know, they'll, they'll probably end up coming through, but, no, that's going to be a tough game and, and hopefully a good good running game too, can <coughs> All right, indeed, indeed. What do you reckon, Reno? Oh, good game still, eh? What do you reckon? Yeah, it'll be a good game. Uh, it'll be a fast, speedy game. It'll mm. be a physical game. Yes. I know that much. Yes. Uh, New Zealand Māori, of course, coming together, and they kind of struggle always uh, coming down their first game. Fiji and crowd will be um, vocal ears, as they will be over there, and the boys are hopefully uh, adjusted to it, and it's part of the series. They've got a few more games to go. Rotorua is going to be massive for them in a couple of weeks. Um yeah, New Zealand Māori, you don't hear much about of it in, in the mainstream media, but go the Māori team, eh? Absolutely. Well, it's interesting that they haven't actually played um, since, uh, you know, Māori and the Fiji haven't played since 2015, where the Māori just won yeah. by 1 point, 27-26. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about time that our Māori uh, All Blacks um, had more games, eh, eh, eh Reno? 
Um, we've been saying this for many years. You know, we we're excited about their tour up north last season. Uh, and it just shows that they didn't get much coverage about it at all. Mm. Um, they come second fiddle to the main team, and that's just the way it is. Um, good luck with it. Yeah. I'd, I'm like you. I'd love to see more games, but especially with the Pacific uh, Nations, yes, you know, that would exactly. be something good to have. Exactly. Uh, Tonga, Samoa, Fiji, and even some of the other teams, you know, if they can do it, maybe bring in someone like, uh, I don't know, Romania, or I don't know, I don't know, some other. T- mm. We want to see more games mm. for our Māori team, basically, Agreed. as I'm saying. Yes. We had enough of it, and I'm sure we can find a clause in the treaty that says uh, we should have 50-50. <laughs> could be, could be. I mean, uh, the thing is, though, um, I mean, yeah, the Māori are second fiddle to the All Blacks, obviously. And, and, and I've got no problem with that. None at all. It's just that uh, it's almost like they're fourth fiddle, you know, they, they don't they barely get, get any games. And um you you know, if if you if you're trying to promote the game and make it bigger bigger and better for other countries, then certainly the Maoris should get I guess, you know, um get get a better um go at it, eh? What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh totally, totally agree, hundred percent. Um need to create a competition for it. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'd like to see, in my perfect world, I'd love to see some form of Indigenous competition go. Okay. I'd yeah. like to see an Australian Aboriginal True. team come out of True. there, a Pacific Island team's nation something come out of there. And I don't know, there's an Indigenous team down in, I'm guessing there's in South Africa or something like that. Mm. Create something like this because you're right, they are not second fiddle, they're right at the back. Yeah. You've got the All Blacks, you've got the ladies coming through, then you've got all the sevens going through. Then you got the Māori team at the back. It's mm. a kick in the guts. It's a joke for time. It's an absolute joke. It, 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 it is. We could play for something, for an example, as one of the greatest Māori players ever, yep. the George Nepia Cup. You imagine that yes. on the line. Yes. Give, give credit where it's due, back to a guy that, the, that I'm going to say this, that the Pākehā will always talk yes. about one of the greatest Very true. rugby players ever yep. to play a Māori, George Nepia. They'll go on and on and on about him, and then it shut shops. You never hear any more. Mm. True you know, that. It's disappointing and when you've got people like Dr. Farah Palmer who sits on that board, mm. who pushed it for a while and got us through to where it is now, which is good, you acknowledge that, but there needs to be more push. Uh, because some of these guys who are Māori descent play in the main all-black streets yes. who don't make the cut, where do they get dropped back to? The Māori team. Yeah. Do they get any more coverage? No. No, no, true that. It what... just stops full stop and, and enough is enough. So... Um, Oh mate, I'd love yeah, I'd love to see more Māori game. It's about bloody time. Well, well it's you... a bit like the Māori Seats boys in politics. If you look back in time, the party yes. will set that up just oh, we'll keep yes. the natives happy, they can have their own little vote yeah. vote thing. Oh we'll give, we'll give them a rugby team, they can have their little, you know, rugby team and you know, we'll at, at, at our amusement we'll watch them play, blah blah blah. As time's progressed, now they want to pull down the Māori seats and now mm. they wanna rip out you know, and give the Māori all blacks less games or the, the Māori fifteen, whatever you call them. But yes. you know, it's just a joke, mate, absolutely kicking the in the backside to our people, and uh, I think it's just, you, know, you, you might disagree, it's just typical of the way rugby unions run. I agree. By a bunch of arrogant old pale stale males, get out of here. Totally agree. What do you reckon, Ra? Oh, yeah, you know, you've got to uh, agree with the date and his foolish league you've used, but, but he's not wrong, and, um, you know, the, the reality is, I, I liken the Māoris to, like, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters and, and Beeble. You know, they're a great ambassadorial team that throws the ball around, and they, you know, and, and thrill spectators. Māori could be that for the IRB, you know, taking on 
um, these lesser-known countries because you know uh, the All Blacks will never get to take on a Malawian team or a Croatian team. No. And that's where, you know, the, the Māori side yeah. will sort of fill that void, promote game, uh, promote the game even more around the world and its popularity. But not just that, also sort of boost our culture on the international scale. I mean, you know, with the hackers and the waiata and, and just sort of promoting... I'll see it all. So, you know, I can see a lot of win-wins and benefits to the New Zealand Māori being like an ambassadorial team and spreading the game, the growth of the game, even more than it is now. But, uh, yeah, sadly, the powers that be, uh, you know, that one-team, one one-country attitude. So um, it just makes you wonder that, that from a from a purely business you know, standpoint as well, it's, it's, it's a great idea. You can sort of really flourish and, uh, and boost rugby's appeal even more. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. Just isn't going to happen, uh, uh, not in a while anyway. What do you well, reckon? As, uh, Keith, as JT says, there's too many old folks yes. still in, in, in the you yes, know, IRB rugby and they need to be sort of retired. And, and true that. True that. I, I think the only way it'll work and make, might make some progress here now is uh, now we've got him on the phone on our show is Ra Walker standing for council. So he <laughs> might as well try that angle. <laughs> Is a counselor for the rugby council. Going for yes. it. So, wow, while well, you're going for council, mate, put it through. I can't even stand for captain of full time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do well, I'll have to outvote uh, Keithy for the captain of the full time show, but uh, no, I wouldn't have said on anybody. Now, r- real quick, um, we've got the uh, Rugby World Cup, which is coming up. Uh, um, back in, uh, in mm. September. Now, uh, this is what I've kind of got planned, is that we should have a bit of a, um, a, a special. We should have a Rugby World Cup special. Uh, we, we were kind of discussing this um, yesterday uh, when you came in, uh, Ra, and I'm certainly going to be looking forward to it. Um, but we should be covering every single game. And, 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 and I think the special will only go for, for no longer than 15 minutes. I think so. Um, that's something that we're that's certainly going to be on the cards, and uh, certainly. Can to... you have it? At, can you have it at the start of the show so I can get a fifteen-minute sleep in? <laughs> <laughs> no, we should have done. We should have got some flyers made and sent so JT can plaster them around Paris so we get more of an true. audience. True, true, <laughs> true. Well, it's funny. But, it's funny because uh, Reno mentioned memories, and mine flashed up just before. I was looking at it in a year ago. I was in Kuala Lumpur doing this show. So, yes. You know, there you go. We have got an international audience voice. Indeed. Listen to us. In the South Island, that's international. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we, I guess we've got to move on and move on relatively quickly. So we go to, without a doubt, my favourite part of the show. And it's the part that we uh, tend, usually get our angst out um, that has built up over the week. So here we go, boys. It's time for us to... Put the boot in! For me... There's no put the boot in. No, no put the boot in. In fact, I'm going to go the other way and I'm going to just say, this is my put the boot in. Go the Black Caps! Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in's going out to all these jummy people with the flu season now in full swing. There's a lot of them around and sadly, I've sort of been able to to avoid getting the flu and, and avoid them, but it's hard when... Yeah, people coughing left, right, and centre, no matter uh, where you go. And I'm one of those guys who's back to front. I usually get the flu in summer, not winter. So that's where I like to keep it. So if you've got the flu, take heaps of vitamin C and just rest. Put the boot in! Yeah, I suppose my put the boot in will go into uh, one all-black, back-to-back champion 
Bowden Barrett, what are you thinking? Going to the Blues! The dumbest team in New Zealand Super Rugby at the moment, so I'll put my boot on. I'll keep it short and sweet to Bodie Barrett. Put the boot in! Yeah, might put the boot in this week. I don't know what their names, who their names are or who they are or whatever, but to those brain-dead idiots that did a cheap shot and spray-painted that statue mm. of Captain Cook. Look, we all know the history of, of the of his arrival and you know, the ensuing colonisation of Aotearoa and all the rest of it, but this achieves nothing. So writing what they wrote on that statue could only cause a backward step whereby someone from the other side of the spectrum will go and spray-paste something on a on a something Māori, you know? It's just a joke. Get a life. That's mine, boys. Put the boot in! I think people here... Now, I've seen mixed reactions, um, certainly. But for me, I'm with you there, JT. I think it just, you know, it's not very classy. Not just that it's classy. It is very much a backward step, um, in my opinion. Just like yourself, I guess, uh, there, JT. It's not a good look, man. No, nah, it's just disgraceful. There's other ways and means of getting your point of view across, yes. you know, and, and doing Indeed. that sort of stuff only, only um, you know, pours petrol on the fire. Yeah. And also added to that, Keith, I'm, I'm glad you see the same point of view as me. So if Ray ever attempts a coup, you've got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. So, so what, uh, what, 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 oh, Bowden Barrett. That was, I, I just didn't believe it when I saw it, eh, Reno? Just couldn't believe it. Why would he want to do that? I mean, I, I can understand him wanting to go overseas and make a bit of make a bit of dosh for him and his whanau, but man, the blues. And, and and you just answer the question, Keithy. That's why he's probably done it. He's been offered a bit of dosh to go because who in their right mind would go and play for a team that doesn't want to anything and jeopardise their their rugby future? Well, I don't know if he's jeopardised his rugby future. I mean, he'll be still around till twenty twenty three. Well, then tell me this: How many Auckland Blues players are in the All Blacks exactly? Uh, one. Well, put it, I'll, I'll, put it, I'll, put it, yeah, I'll put it this way: they make up the least of the Super Rugby teams because of their past performance. Yeah, well, uh, Bowden doesn't pull fingers; he'll end up the same. But hey, the money's good. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know about the money. I wouldn't have a clue what his contract would say is in his well, contract. Well, it has to be. Why would you need the Hurricanes, the place where you'd be brought up and, you know, and, and go to a debt franchise unless the offer's on the table? So I don't know. Could be his missus. I don't know. But it just doesn't seem right, eh? Uh, does it, Reno? Well, I suppose he's done his time. He said it in his interview when he went live yesterday. Uh, yesterday, and spoke about it. And now these talks with Geordie are too. He's on contract, so is he going to follow his brother? It's opened the uh, door up now. Something different that uh, most uh, franchises will be all getting into for next year, making sure the contract players are staying where they want to stay. Uh, Bodie's opened it all up. Um, well, you take your hat off to him. He's moving on. He's going to try something for the blue. He ain't going to be the saviour. Everyone knows no. there is no eye in the red team. No. Uh, he's got to build with a new halfback, a back line. There's so much against it. TJ will work with uh, Plumtree, find a decent first five, and I feel sorry for the other first fives up there, but the clause in this Japanese contract and the Open Blues is uh, uh, pretty formidable, so he's, he's got a bit of opening there as well. But look, his wife's up there. I know he wants to uh, settle down eventually, have a family, uh, and his wife's going to be close to her, her family, so, you know, with them being busy and Bodie's lifestyle. There's a lot that does come into play uh, off the field as well. Yes, but, yes. yeah, it is a shock move to leave your franchise, mate. And I was like, what the hell? 
I said, oh, well, go Richie Monga. Go and claim the beat of Beast Number <laughs> 2. I'll be honest, country. though, bro. I'll be honest. I think. And, and you know, I'm the biggest Bowden Barrett fan that there is. I, 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 you know, I've just been a huge Bowden Barrett fan well, since well, he. Well, you're Captain Hurricane, Keezy. Of course I am. Of course I am. And, and you know, when when he came into the All Black fold, you know, I was saying that he should be the first five. He should be this, uh, you know, because I ranked him ahead of um, uh, Dan. At the time, um, when when he kind of came in after a while, but they, they started him at fullback or they put him at. Usually, he would be coming off the bench as a utility player. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of Bowden Barrett, but I am saying uh, I think Richie Moanga is, is 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 the best first five in the country, and he should be getting the start because boy, he he's just got. I, I guess I don't know what he's got, um, uh, Richie uh, Moanga. But uh, I think he should be the starter, that is for sure. But, yeah, wow. It fathoms me, man. It fathoms me. Uh, That is pretty much us here on Full Time. I want to say a big thanks once again. Uh, Always wonderful to be able to catch up with you uh, there once again, Ra. Yeah, Kitty, and uh, and, uh, we'll catch up on on Wednesday. Remember, uh, don't get the flu, it is going around. Bizarrely enough, the weather's been quite warm, like how it is nice and gizzy today, Kizzy. But uh, here's one for JT, because um, JT, they'll be in their summer over in Europe, I believe, in France, maybe. But apparently a good cure for the for the flu is escargot. So JT might want to try some of those snails. Okay. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the slime and, and the thin snails, apparently. It's a good lubricant for, you know, congestion and all that sort of carrier. I guess you'd know all about that. Um, <laughs> not really. Reno, wonderful to catch up with you, bro. Uh, I know you're going to be enjoying uh, the Warriors game. Go the Warriors, eh? Yeah, busy day watching the team. We got the Teens Valley Swamp Foxes uh, oh, ready for the Shield Challenge at two o'clock. Up against Otago. Then I'll watch uh, Maori and Fiji. I've mm. uh, got the Black Ferns playing as well. Got the cricket. Got the Warriors. No. Oh, man, my poor lawns won't get done again. The wife will be around <laughs> in my year. But, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a good, good weekend, mate. Uh, got candidates council meeting on uh, Monday. Uh, so I let the cat out of the bag there. Standing for council this year, my first time. So the drive to uh, push me into it is uh, tenfold. And I can't turn the people down, mate. So I'm going to have a shot at it, Ra. I'm going to give it a go, oh, bro. Nice. You heard it first here on full time. I'll give you one of my catchphrases. Give the people what they want and the people will give you what they need. Okay, okay. Uh, Kia ora, uh, Reno. Uh, And of course, um, just just on that, just want to say a big good luck going out to both teams who are in our semi-finals. Um, That's Waikahu, they play YMP down at Rugby Park, 2.30 kickoff. And having said that, just want to say a big au revoir to our man uh, JT. Wonderful to um, catch you on the show once again there, bro. Yeah, lovely to be here, boys. Uh, heading to London and then on to Ireland. So I'll be in Ireland uh, for the show next week. Looking forward to that. Just want to say a mihi too, also to the Kazi bro, Hone Ngata, DJ Professor. Mai mai tangata, bro. Tūra mai FM.